Welcome to the Better Budgeting Podcast. My name is Danielle Reese. I am a money coach and I am the founder of the Better Budgeting Playbook. That is my one-on-one coaching program that's helping women and couples trying to figure out their finances finally create a clear plan so they don't have to worry about waiting on payday anymore because we are so tired of waiting on payday. If you want to learn more about that coaching program, I am accepting clients for September. So go to the show notes, check it out. There's a link there. Check out the Better Budgeting Playbook and it will change your life for sure. And then also I have a free Facebook community, the Financial Freedom Society. I'm posting all kinds of budgeting tips over in there, budgeting, saving, debt payoff. Go over there in the Facebook, find it, check it out. Also, there is a link in the show notes to get over there to the free community. When this episode airs on September 1st, I will be 32 years old. It's my birthday. Oh my goodness. I am celebrating my 11th anniversary of turning 21. That's the way I'm going to phrase it from now until next September 1st. (laughs) So it would only be fitting to talk about spending on birthdays for this episode. And I'm really excited to get into it. And talk about how I've changed with my thoughts around birthdays and what I notice as an American culture around birthdays. And there's actually a lot of people from other countries that listen to this podcast. And they're probably going to be like, oh my gosh, you guys do that? (laughs) Yeah, we do. (laughs) So let's get into it. The American culture around birthdays is very, very flashy. I mean, that's not even just birthdays. Just in general, American culture is very, very flashy. And I fell victim to this for many, many, many years. And if you've listened to other episodes within this podcast, you know that. (laughs) And honestly, this is the first year that we really aren't doing anything extravagant besides hanging out with family. And we'll talk a little bit about why later in in this episode. So let's start with the extravaganza around birthdays. And interestingly, we have been tailored to do birthdays big since our birth. Okay, and I know many of us moms, uh, you are going to relate to this. Mamas, you are definitely going to relate to this. The first birthday of your first child. Think back to that. All right. Some of you, it was just not too long ago, and some of you, is many moons ago, and that's okay. But did you have a birthday party for that little one? Did you have a balloon arch and a jump house and decorations everywhere and all the things for a little baby one-year-old? <laughs> because we've been conditioned to do that stuff. I mean, shoot, you go to a party store and you like see 90 different themes for a first birthday party, right? And we do it big. And honestly, your one-year-old and my one-year-old does not remember the balloon arch or the jump house or what decorations were on there. They're going to remember from pictures. That's how they're going to remember it, okay? They're not going to remember it from what actually happened. But yet, we do that. We go big for first birthdays for our children and we go big for ourselves as well. We'll get into that a little bit later, but there is such an extravaganza around it and it comes from our American culture. And I'm telling you, it's not entirely your fault. It is the way that we've been raised 
because I'm a 90s baby and my parents did the same exact thing, okay? It's not just social media that has blown this up and having to have picture Instagram worthy kind of photos and stuff. I mean, this stuff has been happening for decades, decades. Basically, simply existing is not good enough. And a small little gathering, maybe a birthday cake, is just like not good enough in our society. Like if you're going to have a birthday, you have to go all out. And that is the pressures of mainstream America. That's what it comes down to. You need to consume, consume, consume for your birthdays. And we continue to do this until we get tired of it or we realize that what we value isn't a room full of people we kind of know and some balloons. Next is the gift giving dilemma. Oof. And this is more on the side of being the gift giver than the receiver. Okay. If you have school age kids, you probably get 20 to 26 birthday and invites a year because every kid needs to invite the entire class and so nobody feels left out you know it is what it is um and the issue is that stuff really adds up if you go to every every party and give a gift last year my son was invited to a party and on the invite it specifically said no gift needed your presence is a gift itself and i was like wow that is so beautiful especially for a six-year-old's party. There is a stigma that you don't show up empty-handed here in events. Like, you don't do that. That is not a thing. No way. Like, if you're invited somewhere, you need to be bringing something unless you're specifically told not to. And even then, mm, our culture is like, no, I can't. No, I know you said no, but here, let me bring stuff anyway. And the problem is that we can't afford to show up with something in our hands every time. Ask anyone that is close to me that if they have a birthday coming up and it's something that I feel like I want to give, then you're probably getting a gift card because I want you to go out and buy something that's super important to you and nobody knows you better than you. And I am not a materialistic person and I just suck at it. Because I don't like useless things, so I don't like to give useless things. And I understand that not everybody is like that, okay? I understand there's some of you out there that your love language is gift giving and it is so important to you to receive gifts. I got it. I understand. However, there's a lot of the population out there that they really suck at gift giving. For instance, one year I got a like spoon holder that you put on your countertop beside your stove. Like, how freaking useful. I have that thing still seven years later. But it's the oddball things that I just can't get behind. They get stuffed in a drawer somewhere or on a shelf and they just sit there for years to come. And then I end up putting them in a donation box anyway. And it fills up my house with so much crap. And it's just, it's a whole thing. Okay, it's a whole thing because you feel like you have to give gifts. And that's not what it is all about. Adding the pressure of having to give or get something for someone, it's anxiety-ridden and stressful for all of us that aren't gift givers, for sure. And I just love the writing that was in that invite, like, no gift is needed. Your presence is a gift itself. That is just 
the way that I've been living out my life now for almost a year since that birthday party, because it is just so true that we just get wrapped up and just giving useless things away because that's what is culturally acceptable. And, you know, in order for things to become culturally acceptable, people do them, right? But if people don't do those things, then that changes the way that the culture runs. And it all ties back to your finances because if you're invited to 26 birthday parties, oh my goodness, and even weddings, oh man, that's a big one too. You know, if you're invited to all these weddings and all these birthday parties and stuff, it is going to be huge for your budget. It is going to be huge. I'm not saying that you shouldn't. What I'm saying is, does it align with your values? Okay. And my job right here and the point that I'm trying to get across is it's okay if it doesn't and you suck at gift giving, and you don't buy a gift. It's okay. I promise you it is okay. People are going to love you the same. And if they don't love you the same, well, that that questions that relationship, right? And lastly, the treat yourself mentality and the self care that comes around your birthdays. And when I was working my nine to five, I would always take off and I would treat myself. I mean, we're going to breakfast, we're going to lunch, we're going to dinner. And then in between all of that, we're going to go shopping. I might go get my hair done. Like I did these things because we grow up with the mentality of having to treat yourself on your birthday. And here's the thing that I realized after I left my nine to five, I was always treating myself. Throughout the entire year, I was treating myself. I was getting my hair done. I was doing dinner dates. I was having girls nights. I was going to events. I was buying stuff for myself on Amazon. I was already doing all of those things throughout the year. Those 365 other days, 364 maybe, I was doing it. I was doing what I was going to do on my birthday anyway. And then I would have the birthday come and then I would feel like I would have to do things out of the norm to make it special. But I was doing the special stuff all year long. And a lot of you are too. When I look at your budgets, when I look at your debt, you know, you talk about the self-care and the massages and the hair and the nails and like all the things that are truly our self-care. And I'm not telling you not to spend money on them, but I'm saying that your birthday is really just an additional day. It's not the reason for you to go and, and celebrate, you know, by doing things and buying materialistic items. The reason for your birthday is to celebrate you and your uniqueness with people that you love. And maybe you don't treat yourself all year long. There are instances where I've met people, they don't treat themselves all year long, but you treat your kids you treat them all year long and then their birthday comes around and you treat them even more. And I understand that there's people out there that when they make it to a birthday, it is a big deal because maybe they weren't supposed to make it to them. Okay, this isn't for them. This is for those people out there that are always just spending, 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 spending because their reason is self-care. And then when their birthday rolls around, they even go higher and bigger and more extravagant because they're celebrating themselves. And I'm just telling you, you can celebrate yourself on your birthday, but you're celebrating yourself all year long. So pick one, just pick one. Do you want to celebrate yourself all year long? Or do you want to wait all year long and then just really go ham on your birthday? And one or the other isn't wrong. You can do whatever the heck you want. I'm just saying from my own experience that I've noticed that me personally, 
I would rather just buy the things that I want to buy throughout the year. And then when my birthday rolls around, I want to, I want to eat some cake. That's really all it comes down to. I don't need to go on a special vacation. I don't need to go um, to a certain event. I don't need to go and get my hair done and my nails done. Like I can do that all throughout the year. Maybe it's a little different and maybe you want to not have the kids around, right? So you send them to a babysitter so that you can just be in your house and like read a book in front of the window. I like doing that too. <laughs> it's okay. But it kind of goes back to the very first point that I've made is that we have made birthdays out to be such a big, huge thing, but you're already doing big, huge things all year long. And I think for myself for this year and my birthday, it's so low key because I have been doing the things that I've been wanting to do and achieving the things that I want to achieve and going here and going there and doing that and doing this and going on that vacation and this vacation. And, you know, I've aligned my money transactions with my goals. And some of my goals include self-care where I do those things all year round. So when my birthday comes around, I'm just like, let's just have some cake with some sprinkles because team cake all the way. No pie, no ice cream. Don't want it. <laughs> Maybe a cheesecake, but not for my birthday. I want chocolate cake, real sweet, white, buttercream, vanilla, mm, like delicious. Okay. With that, this episode is meant to change the way that you're thinking about things. I'm not here to say that you shouldn't be celebrating yourself on your birthday. You should celebrate you. You should do it, but maybe in a different way that aligns with the way that you want to spend your money. With that, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Here's to year 32 for me, and it's going to be a great year for myself personally and financially and professionally and motherhoodly, if that's even a word. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you.